Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is John O'Hurley, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Here he comes from the Bob Parker Studio at CBS in Hollywood. Television Ed Robertson, along with a guest, Randy West. Randy West, longtime television announcer for many network game shows, including The Price is Right with Bob Barker. Randy is sharing a few memories with us as part of our tribute to the Emmy Award-winning game show icon. Bob Barker passed away this past Saturday, August 26th at the age of 99. Why do you think the Barker Price is Right has endured for 51, 51 years? It's, 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 it is, I mean, he did it for 35. It's still on the air 16 years later. Yes, starting season 52 in the middle of September. Uh, why has it been on the air so long? It's like comfort food. You know, you see it, and it re- brings back memories of perhaps your grandma, who used to watch it when you were a small child. Or it brings back a memory of the days you were in school and were ill, and you stayed home and enjoyed the idea that you didn't have to go to school, and you watched TV, and there's that show. It was stayed the same through all of your life. It was the one touchstone that really never changed. Everything in the world has changed, but everything on that show remained the same. And producers were very much aware of the fact, you know, if we change this or change that, it's going to upset people. And people would write in, why did you change that? It's just a, you know iconic piece of their childhood and a, and a, a, a touchstone, you know, something that's remained constant. And uh, I think that's it. And Bob's charm cannot be underestimated in this. You know, here's a guy who dressed up, you know, suit and tie. People don't even wear that anymore. I can't. Mm-hmm. I, the last time I saw a guy in a suit and tie and something other than a news show, I can't begin to remember. But he always dressed, you know, formally. He was always the gentleman. There was no, you know, double entendre, you know, suggestive comedy. Everything was family rated for the living room. You know, he never went to the bedroom or the bathroom with his humor. And uh, it was just charming, his way of finding something in each contestant that made them interesting. That's the secret behind his success, by the way. Once working with him, we got to talk about it. He says, when you call someone to come on down, I'm immediately looking at who they are, Mm -hmm. who are they seated with, how do they get up, how do they walk, what are they wearing, Uh, you know, everything about them, how are they groomed. I want to find something unique about them that I can use to make them the star of the moment. 
Bob and every great game show host knows that they are not the star. They're the host of the show, but the star is really the contestant. That's who people at home are relating to. He says, so the minute you call that name, I'm looking for something about them that can make them the star. Have them be funny or interesting or unique. And if I see they're with somebody, hey, what's that group you're with? And now I've got them talking about something about their life, and then I can start to question them. Well, now how long have you been part of that group? Or what got, well, exactly what, kind of, what does that group do? You know, and, and it's a way to get that person talking. And if you find something humorous, all the better. So that's what Bob did, and that's what made the show great. And that's why it lasted so long. And that speaks to what a great listener he was, or what a great great reactor he was. I mean, if uh, if 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 you say, okay, uh, Blanche Smith, come on down, and 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 Blanche uh, maybe in 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 her exuberance uh, maybe stumbles or Mm. you know loses her you know loses her footing for a little bit. I mean, first of all, he'll make sure she's okay, but right. then because he was he was quick on his feet, you know, he'll probably say something, you know, uh, did you just finish ballet practice or something like that? That's or, it, yeah. exactly. And now there's a laugh, and the, and, and the person is, you know, where, where did you buy those shoes? <laughs> where, you know, what kind of shoes? Do those shoes, shoes fit? You just... You just kick the shoe off like a rocket at Radio City Musical. You know, whatever. The comment you made is perfect for that. You know, are you about, obviously you're not a ballet dancer, you know. And suddenly there's something unique and special about that. And Bob worked very hard to create those moments. If you got no vibe from the way you came on down, that's fine. Well, here's the next item up for bids. And maybe during the commercial he would be talking with, he would, it's not if he would, he did talk with the contestants. And then he would then, in a looser environment of the interview, not on air, find a way to, oh, I see, so that's where you're from. Now when we come back on the air, he can then make that person a star. So if they didn't trip and fall on the way down and find some something unique about them uh, by the way they presented themselves, he had a chance to come back, get that information, and then use it later. But the whole game was to make the contestant the star and give the folks at home some way to relate to them which goes back to his early training long before price is right long before truth or consequences he hosted a number of audience participation shows on the radio including a show that ran on the cbs affiliate down here in los angeles knx and uh, that's how i i understand that's how uh, ralph edwards uh, originally discovered him that's exactly correct. Boy, you know your stuff. <laughs> Bob had done this special kind of programming that you don't hear people refer to it anymore as audience participation, but that was the genre. You know, we now have reality, we have game shows, but there was an entity called audience participation, and he became excellent at exactly what you and I are talking about, finding people at random and making them interesting. And uh, it was uh, Ralph Edwards. Uh, who was the creator of Truth to Consequences, was stepping down as host to do other shows and was looking for someone to replace him. He, he was had about a dozen people in mind already, but happened to be in the car with his two daughters driving them to ice skating practice and turned on the radio, KNX, and there's this guy he'd never heard of before, Bob Barker, but listened and listened and listened and said, I, I, this guy's got something about him. And called him the next day, and Barker said to me, he says, my God, Ralph called me. I couldn't believe it. 
Ralph, Ralph was a network star, <laughs> and, and indeed, Ralph wanted to see him, and they talked and met, and there were several meetings, and there was a big round table with about a dozen people uh, who all wanted to agree, you know, the network and the sponsor on who the next host should be, and Bob tells me that Ralph said, Bob, I was the only one who wanted you, the other 11 didn't. <laughs> And it took me quite a bit of time to sell you to the other 11 people in the room. And the only way that that worked was you didn't get a year's contract, Barker. You didn't get six-month contract. You didn't even get 13 weeks. You got four weeks. And indeed, Bob Eubank's first contract for Truth or Consequences was for four weeks, which is pitiful as far as having confidence in someone. But that was the, uh, the measure that Ralph had to take to be able to get everyone to agree with him, yes, let's give this guy a try. We're not in deep if, if it doesn't work, but I really believe it will. So Bob got four weeks to hurry up and make it his own, and he sure did. You and I have a mutual friend in Steve Beverly, and uh, uh, Steve pointed out early in our tribute that when you take the 18 years or 19 years that Bob Barker hosted uh, Truth or Consequences, both on the network and in syndication, and add that to the 35 years that he hosted Price is Right. I mean, there there are a couple of years where both shows were on the air, but right. you're looking at 51 years of being on television. When Bob retired, you know, he talked to me about retirement for quite a while before he actually pulled the trigger. Uh, he's, you know, saying that, uh, gee, I, you know, I really would love to travel and just not have the obligation. He said, but I know two, three weeks of sitting at home, I'll be dying to come back to this. It's the best hour of my day. Uh, but he was looking for a right moment to, to leave, you know, not too late because you don't want to suffer as far as your skills and talent. On the other hand, you don't want to quit prematurely and miss it. But he went out with a numbers game of 35 years on that show and, by his count, 50 years on television. From four weeks to 50 years, you can't beat that. Oh, my goodness gracious. And he often said how thankful he was that he was able to find something that he did well and that he enjoyed doing and uh, considered himself one of the luckiest people uh, you know, in, uh, on the planet. And he also shared with me, I mean, we had many conversations where he says, I don't understand how somebody gets out of bed every day to go to a job they don't like day after day, year after year, for the thrill of being able finally to retire. He says, I don't ever want to retire. You know, it's such a backward reality for most people. And he never thought for a moment that uh, he would take for granted the thrill that he had doing the work that he loved. Randy West sharing a few memories of uh, working with uh, Bob Barker as we pay tribute to uh, Bob Barker. Bob Barker passed away this past Saturday, August 26th at the age of 99. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. We are the real Brady, Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg. And uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady, Brady Bros. Bros. One more item. Summertime is in full swing, and if you have dry skin, you know what happens when the weather gets warmer, more visible lines, and dullness. Fortunately, our friends at Ibu Beauty 
can help. Their Super Duo Serum and Moisturizer is all you need this summer for the perfect glow. Check them out, ebubeauty.com. That's Y-I-B-U, beauty.com, or at ebubeauty on Instagram. Use customer code ebu 50 now at checkout and receive 50% off your first order. But these people have taken leave of their senses. never had a welcome like this. Now, just a minute. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that this is not legitimate. <laughs> I know, I know you truly love me, but you don't really love me this much, do you? Bob, they yes. have given their all for you. Yeah. Earlier, you talked about watching Barker run a game show as he was hosting. In that respect, he was his own producer as well as the own host. And almost everyone listening, they think of Price is Right as the 60-minute show, but it was actually a 30-minute show that was expanded to 60. Being able to pace yourself live in the moment and do everything on time. I mean, the good ones make it look easy, but it it takes a lot of work and a lot of experience and a lot of internal preparation to make it look as easy as Bob Barker made it. Oh, it's mastery of a craft. It really is. And, you know, it's not like he just started the clock in his head and knew when an hour was up. I mean, obviously, that would be almost impossible to get it to the second. But in each uh, show, there were six games and two showcase showdowns and the showcase round. So each uh, episode has time allotment for each of these acts. You know, so you got three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, like ten acts per show, as I just enumerated them. And we know already from the past that the game, uh, you know, Three Strikes, which is a longer game, runs five minutes and that uh, any number would run, you know, three minutes. I'm making these numbers up now, but each of the games that are played on any particular day add up to a, a, a number, okay? Then during each commercial, you know where you're supposed to be. If you just played a five-minute game and a three-minute game and a six-minute game, well, now you know where you should be. So during each commercial, the stage manager would say, you're 30 seconds long, you're 45 seconds short. So it's not like he started a clock at the top of the hour, but checking in periodically over the course of the show, you know where you need to speed up to get back onto the schedule, so to speak, and where you have time and need to find something to talk about with a contestant or to build more suspense. If that next digit is higher than five, <laughs> you realize if that number is higher than five, you know, so this is a stretch when yeah. you can do it. Sometimes it's fun and it's great uh, suspense building, but sometimes he's just doing it because he needs to kill 40 more seconds to get back on track. But he always got back on track and always came in to the second. And if I may, I know a little bit about the difference between, okay, being 40 seconds short and being 40 seconds long. And I can, t- I can tell you from experience, Randy, it's a lot harder to come up with an additional 40 seconds and, and not make it seem like you're padding the hour. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you never felt that he was padding. You Abs- never felt it. Absolutely. Bob Barker passed away uh, this past Saturday, August 26th, at the age of 99. How did you come to do the live version of Price? I got to, uh, at the end of one of the tape 
taping uh, shows at uh, Studio 33, gentleman came up to me and said, Hi, Randy, my name is uh, Andy Felsher, and I wanted to ask you, and I interrupted him. I said, Felsher, you're... Father, uh, Howard Felsher, I mean, must be the same. How many Felshers have you ever met? Mike. <laughs> his, his father was the producer of uh, Family Feud, and Andy had been hired by the same company that had hired his father to mount this uh, traveling stage show of The Price is Right. And he asked me, would you be interested in doing that? And in television and all of show business, anyone asks you, would you be interested in doing anything, you say yes. Yes. Even if you have no idea, can you ride a horse? Yes. <laughs> can you can you juggle while standing on your head? Yes. Show business, everything is a yes. And then you later figure out whether you actually can do it or want to do it. But always, yes. Would you be interested in doing? It? Yes. And months passed, and I, I just assumed, okay, it's you know some idea that never played through to fruition. But then one day it had come to fruition. They had been down there measuring all the games, the size of the Plinko chips, the size of this, uh, the color of that. They recreated the big wheel and all the set pieces, and it took all that time to do that. And then I've got the call. Hi, it's uh, Andy Felsher, and we're ready to go with this show. Are you still interested? Yes. <laughs> so I didn't think for sure it was going to happen, but we opened the show in Reno, Nevada, in uh, the Harris Hotel there, a lovely little showroom, and uh, it worked. And uh, then we went to other Harris hotels and eventually ended up in uh, three years in Las Vegas, two years in Atlantic City, and on and on and on. The show still travels in a series of one-nighters, you know, uh, from town to town. And now in its 20th year, that was 2003 I got hired for it, so uh, it's exactly 20 years now. And in, in a, it's, it's live but I, in, in a way, live in front of a television camera, it's different than live in front of an audience in Las Vegas. But on the, on the other hand, live is live. Right. It gives more time to have fun with the players because you're not up against the, you know, a ticking clock with a lot of commercials. Uh, and uh, it's magical because the people who show up really have a chance of come on down. You know, if you're sitting at home in Cleveland, what's the chance <laughs> that the guy, you know, Rod Roddy's going to say, you know, your name, come on down, and yeah. you catch a plane and you go there. I mean, it's impossible, right? But if you're in this room where this is happening, it's infinitely more exciting because we're going to call a couple of dozen people to come on down. And, heck, you know, there's fewer than 1,000 people in the room, sometimes maybe only 500, and you know, suddenly it's uh, a whole different world. And we also give away additional prizes to folks who don't necessarily get to play. If you got called down, even if you didn't get up on stage to play, you got a prize anyway. So uh, we were much more generous. We had more time to play with people. And uh, uh, the live excitement of being on that show, my God, it just was wonderful. And if you ask me how wonderful does it get, how exciting does it get, I'll share with you a story that I don't often tell, but there was a time this lady was called down. She was excited as could be, and then she got to win her game, and then she got to spin the big wheel. And as she spun the big wheel, it seemed to me like the lighting had changed because suddenly there was a shadow on her pants that hadn't appeared before. It's sort of like the lighting. What happened to it? Oh, that's not a shadow. The color of her pants are changing, changing color. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, and you can figure out. There. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's an exciting place to be. Yes, yeah, so, I, mean, I, I suppose that's one time you wish you had a camera to cut away. You know, exactly. But, <laughs> but, 
<laughs> but that's but that's when you earn your money. <laughs> and it has happened on the television show, although you never got to see it. it. It gets edited out on television. It doesn't get edited out on a stage show. Final thoughts on working with Bob Barker. Final thoughts on his uh, legacy as a host. There is nobody who has mastered the craft of audience participation or hosting a game show more than Bob Barker. It's what he always felt he was strongest at and proved himself to be because no other show lasted as long with the same host. Working with him was a master's class in how to do that job. And the more you know about how somebody does something, the more you come to respect them. And after all those years at the top of his game, for him to be so welcoming to me, a kid, you know, I, I had paid my own dues, but not on a level anywhere that I would consider him a peer, but he considered me, uh, in a professional sense, to be one of his large family of broadcasters. So uh, the kindness that he showed me could never be fully explained or returned. He was a wonderful man for me to work with and a wonderful person for me to learn from. Randy West's books include TB Inside Out, Flukes, Flakes, Feuds, and Felonies, and Johnny Olson, A Voice in Time. They're both available, Bear Manor Media, Amazon.com. More about Randy, tbrandywest.com. Randy, thank you again for joining us. I look forward to our next conversation. I always enjoy talking with you, Ed, and I really appreciate you calling me up to talk about Bob. We'll wrap up our tribute to Bob Barker with more thoughts from Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen. We come back on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.